So how do you attract new business so you constantly don't have to chase it? Hi, I'm Mike Cuevas, the Real Estate Marketing Dude, and this podcast is all about building a strong personal brand people have come to know, like, trust, and most importantly, refer. But remember, it is not their job to remember what you do for a living, it's your job to remind them. Let's get started. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. Uh, what we're going to do today, folks, we're going to go into um, some social media marketing, but we're not going to talk about the platforms that are usually on this show, usually around like um, lead generation on Facebook or YouTube, perhaps. We're going to go on LinkedIn. And it's been a little bit since we've had somebody on the show here that um, really has talked at and with LinkedIn. And I know there's a lot of questions on there, like what's the difference between Facebook and LinkedIn from organic reach? How do videos play on LinkedIn? How important is your profile and all of the above? So if what I do know about LinkedIn, and I'm not going to claim I'm an expert because I'm not, I, I'm not on it as frequently as I should be. And I'm going to be taking notes with you guys today. But um, I do know that um, when I was selling a lot of houses, and even today, I still get leads and clients from LinkedIn, even though that my profile's still there. So I have a lot of, uh, it's, I don't know why I get them from there. They, it just happens. So I know it's somewhere I need to be. So I'm taking notes with you guys. So what we did is we brought on a uh, LinkedIn expert, and she's going to walk us through um, the basics in particular for all of you mortgage investors and real estate uh, agents out there. So without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce our guest, Donna. Donna, how are you? I'm doing great today, Mike. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about whom you are. I have a list of questions for you and uh, let's rock and roll. Sure. Uh, my name is Donna Serdula. I wrote the book, LinkedIn Profile Optimization for Dummies. I'm also the founder of Vision Board Media and the website LinkedInMakeover.com. I started my business back in 2009. We write LinkedIn profiles for executives and entrepreneurs and professionals from all over the world. Uh, in fact, as of today, we've written over 6,000 LinkedIn profiles. So you know what you're so, doing. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I got to, let's go. I have all kinds of questions uh, for LinkedIn. Um, Hit me with your best shot. <laughs> let's, uh, I want to start first, just like on how to use it, practicality in terms of like content posting and creation and all that before we get into the actual profiles. Um, and I get this a lot. I don't know the right answer, but you know, for, we do video publishing, we create content for people and we post yeah. and, you know, we create content for their social media channels and all that. So a lot of times though, people and a lot of agents that at least that we work with aren't on LinkedIn, some are, but why should they be posting their video content there? What's the algorithm? What's the reach like? And what's the advantage there? And just walk us through. Cause a lot of people don't know how the algorithm works. Like Facebook algorithm mm -hmm. for their business page absolutely sucks. You guys know that's like a 5% reach. So what's the difference here? That's what they want to know. So with, with LinkedIn, this is a place for professionals. You're not going to find people who are just on it talking about TV shows or, or you know, their favorite sports games. This is professional networking. So if you are interested in, in reaching high net worth individuals, if you're interested in, in reaching people who are in corporate America, LinkedIn is a fabulous place to do it. Um, we do have company pages on LinkedIn, but I really have to tell you, I, I think the big juice is still in the, the personal profile. 
Um, there are a lot of people on LinkedIn. Most of them are actually accessing it through their mobile app on their phone, not so much on the desktop. They're, they're, they're over 60% are on the phone and scrolling through the LinkedIn feed. Most of them are lurkers. They are voyeurs. They are not, you know, they are not actively publishing. And so if you were to be one of those few people who actually get on there and start posting content, posting information, you will be surprised. People do, they want to react, they want to engage. They don't necessarily want to create it themselves. So if you're creating it, it's a pretty low barrier, barrier of entry. And what is like the reach app? And I've, I don't know where I heard this, but um, like if you publish a video on, on Facebook, guys, like just on your personal page, the reach is like, 15 though at 19% of your personal quote unquote friends will see your content on anything you post. So do you know what that is on LinkedIn on the feed or yeah. what's, uh, you know, what are the, the stats these, on that? Here, actually I can give because you, I can get you the exact. Want, these guys stats. want eyeballs. Here's why eyeballs matter guys. 10 to 15% of people who see your shit are moving this year. So I want to be on their radar and 78% of people will close with the first agent they meet with. So you increase those chances by being everywhere all the time. And uh, LinkedIn is just another publishing spot for you. So if you post once a day, you will most likely reach about 60% of your network, that's which is great. not bad. That is amazing. And that's- now, I, I, now, I'm going in here to make sure that I've got that stat correct. I want to make sure that's it because- That's great. I know it's higher yeah, than Facebook, yeah. but- posting, posting once a day helps you reach 60% of your followers on LinkedIn. Are there any other so, suggestions other than another the, downstep? Now, now here's the thing, you know, what's the size of your network, right? <laughs> How many people are following you? If you're only, you know, if you're only being followed by a hundred people, th that, that's not a great reach. So one of the things I always talk about with LinkedIn is you need to know why you're on it. You need to have a really strong profile that, that talks about who you are and what you do. But once you have that, once you know why you're on, once you have that strong profile, you got to have a, a network and you need to be connecting with people. And once you start connecting, that's when you're going to start to see traction. And I have to tell you, Mike, that's the number one issue that I see over and over and over again. People just don't spend the time to expand and grow that network on LinkedIn. I know one of the reasons um, I see a lot of people that get turned off with LinkedIn are all the uh, pitch fests on the instant messages and all of that. And there's like, like, I'll get a guy, I'll be like, Hey, you want to start a business together? Some guy in like South Africa or something. And I'm just like, what the fuck is this? You know, like I always get a lot of that. So like, how do you, that's just part of the nature of the platform though, isn't it? Or, or like, what do you, what do you say on that? And, you know, it, it has, it has peaked. I've noticed, uh, especially with invites, you know, inbound invitations, to join a person's network, there's there there are a lot of uh, people saying, "Hey, you need you need some uh, you need more leads. I got leads here for you." Yeah. and that's and that is a pain. But I, I've got to tell you this: yes, yes, there's some vultures on LinkedIn. Yes, you're going to get pitched. But at the same time, there are there is a beautiful, wonderful audience who is scrolling through their LinkedIn feed. They want to network in their pajamas. They want to see what's going on in their industry. They want to connect with, with like-minded folks and they want to learn more about you. And that LinkedIn profile has so much more information than any of the other 
bios and profiles that the other social networks have. This is a place where you can see not only who is in your network, how are they connected to you, uh, how many mutual connections you may have, but you can also go on and see their career trajectory, where they've worked, who they've worked with. It's, it's really an amazing uh, bird's eye view of a professional. Can't you um, also export um, the, your connections? I'm logging into my LinkedIn account right now because um, I'm going to ask them questions about this stuff. I told you guys I'm taking notes. Um, and I wanted to know, um, can't you export your entire database? Like you can export your emails, I believe. Not anymore. Oh, they just pulled it. Damn they it. pulled it. Actually, they pulled it probably. It was with that whole, oh goodness, what is it? The GD. When Facebook did it. No, well, it was like what? What is that? The European uh, law that went into effect a few years I don't know, back. It's all bullshit. You, you um, know what I'm talking? It was like yeah. the GDR. I can't remember. Um, yeah, but they took that away from us. But you know, here's the thing: you can download your list, but you're only going to be getting their names, and they have to opt in to give you their email address. No one does that, so you're not going to be able to pull it. So back in the day, we used to be able to pull like. Facebook, your whole email address was there. Like you just get all your friends. It was so easy. It's the best list you could you could grab, especially for real estate agents. And then they kibosh that. So that's why I was asking guys to see if we get you a little win there. Um, they kiboshed right. it too here. Well, <laughs> so it's a. Um, I'm going to tell you how many connection requests I have and all this. Like I haven't been in here in, in a while. But my, here's my question: um, content creation wise, what type of content? You mentioned it's it's professional um, in nature. And obviously, I think, you know, we, we know that what type of content would a real estate agent or mortgage broker uh, be creating? Does it have to be professional or can it be a little bit of personable? Um, to, like, what do you what do you what would you think an agent should post in here? You know, I, I think you can get a little bit more personal than you than what was what was happening a few years back with LinkedIn. Uh, you know, I really am seeing this big shift. You know, there are these 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 CEOs and executives who are now posting pictures of their kids, you know, uh, showing off their diploma or, you know, getting that Eagle Scout badge. So, so you can, you know, show a little bit more of your human side, your family side. Um, I'm not going to suggest that you go too crazy here. Um, you know, once every now and then, to really show that you're a family person, you know, that you're proud of someone, someone yep. in your family, absolutely a perfect thing to do. And, and those posts really explode. I think people are hungry for that human connection. Always. So, you know, like so the, absolutely. Because mm -hmm. the professional content on Facebook for real estate agents sucks. Like no one wants to like go on Facebook and see how to buy a house. Um, you want to go on Facebook and look at someone's kids' pictures, but LinkedIn, um, I, it, you're, it's the human side. Um, let's go over into this, uh, profile. Um, and I want you to walk me through it because profiles for your LinkedIn pages are very searchable, aren't they guys? Or aren't they? They are. So, so typically a person may be doing, you know, maybe they met you, you know, at, at, you know, an, an event or out and about, you handed them your business card or you shook their hand and, and they, you know, they want to learn a little bit more about you before they, you know, move forward. And so if they put your name into the Google search engine for a lot of people, the LinkedIn profile is one of the first pertinent results that come up in Google, right. or maybe they go straight into LinkedIn and put your information there to see who you are. And that LinkedIn profile conveys so much information. I mean, you've got uh, a lot of imagery now, but you can write an about section that really talks about 
you know, why are you doing this? Why are you in real estate? You know, how, how do you help others? What do you, what do you represent? You know, people want to know what do you stand for? Um, and then you can go, you know, just scroll through and you see the experiences. You can really show your trajectory that you didn't just get into real estate within the last, you know, three months that you've been in it for years, or, or maybe you can show that you have quite a bit of, um, knowledge of their industry because you had pivoted out of it. Yep. I have a decent, I mean, I have a lot of people on my profile. Um, I remember the, uh, what's the importance of this headline? Let's go, th go through it. Like, let's go through a profile and how to have it done the right way. Because I'm guessing that, like, I haven't looked at a bunch of real estate agents on here, but I'm guessing they all say, real estate agent, best number one, number one. Like, is it, it's always like a number one thing, I'm guessing. Um, tell me what should a headline do? You have your name, and there's like a headline underneath it. Right. So the headline is right underneath your name. And everyone thinks that it's just located here on the top of your LinkedIn profile, but this headline actually travels all over LinkedIn with you. So when you're posting, if you're recommending someone, if you're messaging a person, uh, all of these places, uh, if you're inviting someone to connect with you on LinkedIn, that headline travels and it's right there. People can see your picture, they can see your name and they can see that, that tagline, that headline. And so it really should give a good sense of who you are, what you do, how you help. And Mike, if you can infuse your keywords into this headline, you will find that you're going to pop up higher and more often in the search results when someone is searching those keywords. So if I'm uh, say a San Diego real estate agent, I should have that in there, but that would be too boring. I'd probably want to do like the copywriting's coming out of me. And I'm probably going to do like San Diego real estate agent that helps you buy houses in their sandals. Oh my goodness. Have you used my LinkedIn headline generator? That's huh? perfect. That <laughs> have you used my app? That works. Yeah. You, you, so so it, it's fine to use. You can actually... Uh, do a, a string of keywords and you can use a separator, an emoji or like a pipe or even uh, just some, a Unicode symbol to act as a separator. Ah, and then at the very, so and that's then at the very end, that's a big tip. Say it, go through that again, because that's a really big tip. So like, if because you could have, you could keyword stuff your headline is what you're saying. Yeah, you could, but here's the thing. And, and we do want a keyword. We want to put our keywords in there. We don't want to have like, you know, 20 keywords. They wouldn't fit. You know, you sure. have 120 characters to play with, but it's fine within the LinkedIn realm. You will see, you know, real estate marketing, San Diego area, uh, residential properties, uh, you know, and, you know, corporate development, and you can have them separated and it looks fine. It looks great. It's got the, it's got that punch of, you know, the, 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 uh, optimization that we need. You can even end it with a, uh, a little benefit statement, helping you find the home of your dreams or something to that extent. I don't like to start off with that benefit statement too soon in the headline, only because, as you already said, there's a lot of salespeople, a lot of sales vultures out there, and they tend to start with that benefit statement and people immediately will mark you off. Oh, he's only on here for, for selling. So I like to, I like to put just, you know, how a person would know you, you know, who you are, how you help, but make that how you help that benefit statement, put it towards sure. the end of the, the headline. How about in the about? Um, so you got you got a headline, then you got the about section comes through, and a lot of people <laughs> like here's a typical real estate agent or mortgage broker. Even uh, here's their typical about bio. All right, mm -hmm. you guys, everyone listening is gonna like go to their page and be like, oh shit, that's what mine says. Um, 
I've been in the business for 25 years. I have a family, I'm a family man, and I really care about my clients. Service comes first to me because it's why I'm in this business. The thought of just giving keys to their next house just really makes me so happy. It's the same thing over and over again, and it feels and looks fake. Yeah. Like, what is the difference between, but there, I mean, what, what should it, I always, I'm always just like, be personable. Like, that's my whole thing. So I may be biased. I'm like, be you, no one can and get, do, do it in a way that no one else is. So yeah, like, I, why is. I would say, you know, write it in first person. Now what your example was in first person, a lot of times we'll see, you know, 30 year professional with upwardly mobile dynamic experiences. And it's like, Oh God. You know, that's yeah. just and I answer boring. my phone. It's like, you're supposed to answer your phone. Like you don't need to tell me you answer your phone. The fact that you have to tell me you answer your phone means that you probably don't answer your phone. <laughs> but, but, but you want, you want to write it in first person. Absolutely important. The other thing is you really want to think about, you know, why you're on LinkedIn, who is your target audience? What, what do they need to know about you? What's going to, what's going to really make the difference? Is it that you have, you know, 15 years of experience? Is it that you answer the phone? You know, is it that you care? And, you know, maybe, maybe in that situation, that'll resonate. It might seem horrible because so many people do it, but maybe they're doing it because it is right. But at the same time, I do think if you can, if you can really showcase your human warmth, your authenticity, if you could put a joke in there, if you can make a person smile, if you could just say something that really hits them in the heart, I think you're going to find that it wakes them up because so many of these profiles don't have that sparkle, that, that, mm -hmm. that glimmer of, Hey, I'm human. I'm real. And I want to help you. Yeah. So you guys like be you in those profiles. Is it okay to like be personable? You're saying. Absolutely. I mean, here's the thing. We want to stand out, right? Mm -hmm. And how do you stand out when the masses are copying and pasting a boring out-of-date resume into those fields? Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um, so, and I think that's probably how a lot of people would approach this LinkedIn if they're approaching. They're approaching it as a resume, as opposed yeah. to like a social business resume. It's not like, yeah, here's I mean, my professionals. Here's how it is working with me versus what it is. Is that a good statement? No, I I, I, I like the why, I, you know, I'm, I'm one of those people that, you know, read the power of why and thought it was, you know, the best thing since sliced bread. So I do feel that there's a, there's, there's an importance of having, why are you doing this? You know, but I also think how you help, you know, what they can get out of it. How can you relieve any pain points or issues that, you know, they may be facing or confusion. How can you show that you're on LinkedIn, not to just sell, but you're on LinkedIn because you want to help. You want to add value. You want to educate. You want to inspire. Yep. Like that's what's going to get people to take notice. It's not that person who's like, hey, I got a house. <laughs> you want to buy right. it? Well, it shouldn't be or like you want just me to listed. list your house. So a guy shouldn't be posting. You guys shouldn't be posting just listed, just sold post anywhere. Um, but you probably shouldn't be posting them on LinkedIn um, either. Um, there's a lot of other profiles, other, like once you have your profile managed, like what else do I do to enhance it? Because I used to blog on my profile, uh, back in the day, I used to write all my posts. I used to multi-purpose them there and I should have yeah. continued to do that, but I just got lazy like everybody else. And, um, what else can we be doing on our, on our profiles? Like what other areas headline, um, well, you know, an area a, that you don't have an area that you don't have, which yeah. I think would be fabulous for you is the featured 
section. Tell me, tell me more. So the featured section, it's right underneath the about, and it's a carousel of images, but you can actually, you can upload an image, you can upload a video, you can link to your website and it will pull a thumbnail in. Um, If you look at my profile, you'll see what it, what it can look like. Oh, Um, snap. This is like a whole nother new thing here to see that wasn't here when last time I was on LinkedIn. So this is like all you, you can post your lead magnets, your Mm -hmm. content, uh, articles, media, maybe pictures of the team. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, so this is like the personable, this is the social side here. It is. I mean, and, and the other thing is if you're posting on LinkedIn with any regularity, you can actually come in here and post, you know, make it, make one of your posts sticky. So if you have one that you want people to see, you can, you know, just stick it right there. So this is, it's, it's a great way. It's, it's just added imagery added multimedia. It's really taking your LinkedIn profile and saying, look, it's not just a resume, guys. It's not just your career trajectory. This is truly a portfolio of who you are and what you do. Yep. Um, Pretty cool. Um, I need to, I'm going to probably mess around with mine um, today, (laughs) uh, no doubt when I get back in here. But um, headline um, story, this is pretty cool about, um, so I don't know why um, walk to me, walk me through though, just posting, because if I was just on Facebook or just Mm -hmm. on IG and I just make a post, it's like a post and dump. You just make a post. You never come back to the platform. Does that have any, is there an engagement factor here? Because you get penalized if you're not social on social media. Is that the same way for in LinkedIn or does that, you know, what, what's good practice? Like how to walk me through how I start doing this. Like, coach me on doing this consistently because I want to start posting on LinkedIn and I create okay. lots of content and I just don't post it there. <laughs> so so let's, let's start really basic. And that is at one time, LinkedIn, it was all about quantity. It's now about quality. So they don't want you posting five times a day. In fact, if you post five times a day, they're going to start dinging all the, those four other posts hmm. and they won't get as much traction. So what we're finding is you need to have at least 24 hours between posts. So once a day or, you know, three times a week is more than enough. Um, you could start to, you know, see, you know, Hey, let me see how much further I can go, how much more I can post. But you know, what I've found is it's actually better to have really good quality and not as much quantity with the LinkedIn posting. Once you go into post, um, what you want to do is you want to make sure that you have hashtags and you've actually done some hashtag research before you even start posting, find those, you know, five or 10 hashtags that most likely your target audience is following because what LinkedIn wants is they want that LinkedIn feed to be people, you know, talking about the things you care about. Now, when they say people, you know, that's the, your, your first degree connections. But Mike, if you really want to make sure that people are looking at your content and seeing your content and they're being served your content, you want to be engaging with them. So it's not enough for you to just go there and post and post and post. You want to post, but you also want to go in and you want to engage on other people's posts. Yeah. Having that engagement, what you'll find is when people start to engage with your posts, they're going to keep engaging because LinkedIn sees that relationship and they're going to be serving your content to them specifically. Okay. To get back to the hashtag situation, 
the hashtags really tell LinkedIn, this is what the content's about. And these other people in his network or even outside of his network have said they are interested in real estate development and, you know, property or you know, whatever it might be. And so by using those hashtags, you're going to help that content collide with people who care about it. The, the other part here is with hashtags, you really want to think in terms of how many people are following these hashtags. You know, I, I, I remember once I had first said, oh, you know, I'm doing marketing tips. I'll do hashtag marketing tips. There were like 4,000 followers. But if you just do hashtag marketing, it's like 4 million followers. So do a little bit of research to see how many followers are on LinkedIn following those hashtags and use the ones that have more followers. Where do you do all the hashtag research at? The very there- top. Yeah. The very top, it says search, Just mm-hmm. type in hashtag and then type in like real estate, real estate development. And you want to, t- you, you will see LinkedIn. Once you do that hashtag and you start to type it in, LinkedIn oh, will say, oh, here's your whole, here's a whole bunch of options. And you want to just click real estate brokers. How many followers are on, are on that hashtag? Would, 338, you know, not the greatest. And I would guess that most people when they post are not using the hashtag um, feature, right? It's either one of one, one or the other, which is one, they're not using it at all. And then they're scratching their head and wondering why they're not, you know, getting any type of engagement or they're, they're using like 20 hashtags and LinkedIn does not like that. And so, you know, more, the more hashtags, not the better. This, this is not Instagram. Got it. Um, once, Five to okay, ten is what you've seen, and then what do you like to see? In three, those? three is actually what LinkedIn yeah, has what been I, saying. I, yeah, three is about what I remember. If it was uh, um, when I posted, now, I've been I've been hearing whispers that you can go a little higher than that. You can go like five, but I mean, every, still not everything like you're saying here is like the opposite of everything else everyone's been told up until now. Like, no, you don't need to post every day. Three times a week is good. Just post just three times a week, not every day, not three times a day, three times a week. Not 35 hashtags, three. So everything seems a little bit simpler here so far. <laughs> it, it, it's, it is, it's, it's a lot simpler. So, so, okay, let's say you create this awesome post. You put in your these three great, you know, broad, but yet focused uh, hashtags. Maybe you even want to, you want to tag a couple people because tagging people draws their eyes, it notifies them, and it kind of kickstarts the conversation. Only don't, don't go crazy tagging a slew of people. When I say tag, what I'm talking about is you hit the at sign and then you start to type a person's name and LinkedIn will then give you a drop list of the people who match that name within your network and you click and suddenly their name is hash is like tagged within your post. It's a great way of starting the, the engagement. You don't want to over tag people. You want to make sure you're tagging people who will actually come and engage on your post. Because if you tag someone and they don't do anything, that's a ding against your post and LinkedIn mm. will stop serving it up. So you can't just tag, you can't tag Gary V guys. You can't go out and tag yeah. like the, your celebrity, like whoever you can't go out and tag Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah. It, it's not a good thing, but let's say, so you tag it, you put in those, 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 um, the hashtags, you may even want to consider um, asking a question, like really trying to get engagement. I find that the posts that I do that really um, just go sky high in terms of views are the ones where I'm really trying to engage my audience and I'm asking them to do something. Um, and that's why you see a lot of those 
stupid posts that say like hit the like if you know it's a yes or hit the, you know yeah. a, a reaction to sort of vote it's it's just a way of getting a post to go crazy because people yeah. are engaging with it but let's say you hit post okay you've you've crafted something that's fabulous the linkedin algorithm is going to do a really quick parse of that post and it's going to go is this good content or is this bad content if it's bad content it immediately gets flushed down the toilet and nothing's going to happen but more often than not linkedin is going to go yeah this looks this looks this looks good we're going to we're going to say it's good content linkedin does not just show it to everybody in your network they actually they they queue it up for just a small group of people and they they watch to see how do how does that small pool of people react and if they like and they comment and they share, that's you're going to then see your posts start to climb and do better because more people are going to start seeing it. And so that's that's sort of like the wave of popularity the post will travel. And that's why I'm saying you don't have to post, you know, 10 times a day because you want the, that one post to start to gain traction because if you interrupt it, that original post will just, you know, go away. So you want to let it gain some traction. Now at one time, Mike, there was the magic hour. There was the magic hour. You needed like 30 people to like your post within that first hour. Otherwise the post was done. LinkedIn changed their algorithm a few, few weeks back. Um, and it's not the same. You don't need to have people jumping on a post immediately. So those pods that you probably heard about, it's still important, but not to the same extent. Interesting. And what if you're publishing content articles, um, documents, does that have any preference to uh, the posts? LinkedIn, LinkedIn likes their, their, their LinkedIn feed to be sticky. They don't want people traveling out. They don't want, like, if you post an article to the New York times, that makes LinkedIn unhappy. They want yeah. you to stay. <laughs> and so that's why you'll see people say link in first you first comment, right? And then they'll edit that like post. Yeah. So they want to keep people here on LinkedIn. Um, so photos tend to do well videos that you upload directly and not link to from YouTube tend to do yeah. better. Um, same as the, and the other platforms, very similar. Do they still have the feature for those that are actually writing content like that? You could actually still blog on LinkedIn. Do they still, I think it was called pulse yeah. back in the day. And does that have oh, any, God. have any, any prevalence? Is there like, if you write, is there a content creation section that just for LinkedIn that you could contribute to? There is. So you can post, it's no longer called pulse. <laughs> oh, that, that makes me feel so nostalgic. Yeah, that was about with the time when I was posting, like it was probably in, when I was still in Chicago, it was probably five, six years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It, that, pulse was awesome. Um, they, they, they don't have that anymore. Um, so, so what they do have is yes, you can write articles. It's called the LinkedIn publishing platform. Um, those articles are resident on your profile. You have to kind of click, click to get to it, but mm -hmm. that's where they, they stay. Um, I got to tell you at one time you'd write an article on LinkedIn and, you know, you'd post it out there, you know, and people would just start coming and reading it and, and you'd get tons of activity and content uh, and, and comments. Uh, and because LinkedIn would actually notify your network. Hey, you know, Mike just wrote an article, just published an article. 
And it was fabulous. They don't do that as much anymore. Mm. So I find that, you know, you, you, it's a great place to have your blog. If you don't have a website, um, it is a good place to really prove your, your, your credibility, uh, showcase your thought leadership, but, and it's, it's good for more evergreen material that you can keep posting and reminding people it's there, but I'm not seeing any huge numbers associated with those articles. Like I used to. So LinkedIn is always constantly tweaking their algorithm that may change in a week or an hour or two years from now. But at this moment, right this very second, I would definitely suggest people write some articles on LinkedIn, but I wouldn't be spending so many hours ignoring other platforms or you know other outlets because to be perfectly honest, it doesn't perform as well like it used to. Good advice. Um, here's my summary, and then I want to give the floor to you. Um, I think that here's what I got. Here's the notes I wrote down. Um, LinkedIn, just like everything else, you got to be consistent, just not as consistent, but try to make it post three times a week, maybe five. That's about most you need. Make sure you add hashtags to each post you do to around the number of three, do your research, and then just keep staying consistent. And you have to engage to just like you guys would do on IG. If you're on Instagram, you have to engage to get engagement back. So be consistent. So think of all of your different real estate things you're doing per month and just start applying them to LinkedIn and engage back. I mean, did I miss anything? But you have to have your an optimized profile to begin with. And I think you have something for everybody, if uh, I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. Visit my website, linkedin-makeover.com. Head over to the free resources section and I've got my LinkedIn headline generator. This is an online tool. It's free. Uh, you go in there, you can just choose a few words, a few adjectives, a few suffixes, put in your keywords, and it's going to spit out a beautiful, optimized, really attractive headline that you can copy and paste immediately into LinkedIn. And with a really good optimized LinkedIn headline, you're going to find you're not only are you turning up more often in search, but you're getting more hits to your profile. And with more hits comes more opportunity. Yep, absolutely. Um, Anything else that I missed that you want anyone to know about? You know, I, I will say that, you know, at one time, LinkedIn was a very passive network. You could, you could have a lot of success on LinkedIn with just an optimized profile. As long as your profile had the right keywords, it told a good story, uh, it really got people interested, you could lean back and actually, you know, have, have a, a pretty good uh, amount of success. People find you, people contacting you. And there is some truth to that still to this day, but with LinkedIn, you want to keep updating your profile because LinkedIn is not going to be serving up a profile that is uh, absolutely out of date, you know, in the search because they want to be serving up fresh, good, you know, profiles. Um, so, you know, even if you're not posting all that often and, and honestly, once a week is good enough too. you know, just, just be a little active. You know, just enough is, is, is better than not at all. And as long as you keep a profile up to date, I think you may be really, really surprised at the types of, the, the types of opportunity that you're going to collide with on LinkedIn. Love it. Well, thank you so much for sharing your um, expertise on the topic. Why don't you let everybody know um, where they can find you and um, take it from here and I'll get this wrapped up. So, so guys, if, if, if it's hard to write about yourself and I think it is for almost everyone out there, no one wants to write about themselves. 
give us a call. Uh, you can, or, or visit our website, linkedinmakeover.com. Uh, I have a team of people over 20 actual writers and, and coaches, and we help people from all over the world, you know, create really strong career branding and social media profiles, specifically that, that, that hard to write LinkedIn profile. We can help you stand out from the crowd. Yeah. Give her, uh, give her a ring folks. Uh, there's her contact info and you have a, uh, LinkedIn generator tool. So that's the LinkedIn where, headline generator. We could get that on your website too. Yeah. Yeah. Just click under the free resources and you'll see it. I even have a, a text formatter. Uh, so if you want to really uh, uh, make your profile pop, um, you can, or even your post for that matter. Um, and LinkedIn does not allow any type of formatting. There's no bold, there's no italics, but with this app that I have, you can actually use Unicode to create like a faux text that looks oh, cool. bolded or italicized. Yeah, so sweet. that's also there in the uh, the free resources sweet. section. Well, thank you very much. And thank you folks for listening to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. Folks, if you need any help with your content creation, come visit us at our website, realestatemarketingdude.com. We script, edit, and distribute your video content and build your strategy, handle your scripts. All I need from you is one to two hours a month. If you can't do that, you're never gonna get on video. I promise you it's never been easier and we do everything else. So all you don't need more leads, you need more dudes. Visit realestatemarketingdude.com, realestatemarketingdude.com. Thanks for listening. Follow us on the channel here. Leave us some reviews. We appreciate all of those and connect with us on social. Uh, if you have not subscribed to my YouTube channel yet, go there. If you like the content you saw here today, because we're about to do some cool shit on there. And also uh, connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and the rest of the social profiles. Thank you very much for listening to another episode. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. If you need help with video or finding out what your brand is, visit our website at www.realestatemarketingdude.com. We make branding and video content creation simple and do everything for you. So if you have any additional questions, visit the site, download the training, and then schedule time to speak with a dude and get you rolling in your local marketplace. Thanks for watching another episode of the podcast. We'll see you next time.